Welcome to the Dr. Aaron podcast. This is a top spiritual psychology coach podcast to inspire and teach you how to transform your trauma, birth your soul's purpose and manifest your dreams. Hi, I'm Dr. Aaron, Dr. Divinity. I'm committed to bringing you the best coaching tips, spiritual advice, trauma healing, and metaphysical recovery secrets. I'm here to help you monetize your spiritual gifts and love your life. I want you to know that I've been exactly where you are, and I believe in you. Together, we're awakening the world. Okay, our next caller is Jenny, and she's in from Steinbeck, Canada. How are you, Jenny? How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Amazing. So what's going on? Yeah, so I'm actually uh, battling with some fear of abandonment and fear of rejection, both in my friendships and then also in my uh, my relationships too. So thanks so much for getting vulnerable today. It's stated that something like nine out of 10 people struggle in relationship. And so I think all of us are kind of tipping on that dance of our divinity and being one with the oneness, but in our humanhood and really struggling. And so thanks for being vulnerable today, yeah. for sure. Yeah. So do you want to tell me specifically like today, what is an actual like situation, a challenge, or specific relationship that where it's out picturing into? Yeah, so I'll, I'll totally go vulnerable with this. Oh. Um, more of a, so I, I kind of been halting like on and off on dating apps. And so like where it'd be like, okay, I'm going to go on there. And then I would sign up all over again. And then, uh, then I would go through the process of swiping. And then, so I recently made a connection and uh, was, we were talking and then all of a sudden like I got halted with like a very strong like whoa like all they want is sex or like you know like I just from my past experience is too so like more of a I got halted and I kind of went into survival mode of a uh, whoa I and I just sent them a message of like kind of survival I don't know <laughs> kind of got shut down basically I I shut myself down mm -hmm. I love that so what I'm hearing you say is what we call it's like the it's a matter of it's a culmination of all the traumas and all the experiences that we've had in the past the subconscious and our mind we have so much to so much information coming in so i yeah. think that the relationship area is a really interesting area to take a look at of like wow how much baggage are we carrying in versus where's our intuition of what's actually happening here and i think that's the struggle it doesn't matter even if you're you know single dating or married, we still pull in the baggage. So here, what I'm hearing you say is that you, you get on the, on the dating apps, you're like, okay, I'm going to do this. Yeah. You know, like so many of us do, right. You get on there, you start swiping. Yeah. And then you're like, what's the point? You maybe have a communication with somebody and then all the past kind of stuff comes in. Is that what I'm hearing you saying? So did this happen recently or what, what was the situation? Yeah, so it actually did happen a couple of days ago where, where I uh, just, we were talking, connecting, like just, just a normal conversation. And all of a sudden something about like, yeah, like something switched in my own mind of like, whoa, like what do they want out of me? Mm -hmm. Or like, what do they desire out of me? I'm going to put more, like more directed to my body and also mm -hmm. more of a, I guess the fear of being seen, like sharing my story and like also, yeah. Sure. So what I don't want to happen is I don't want you to invalidate yourself. Okay. And this is a real common thing that people do as well is that yeah. we start getting kind of aware, conscious, spiritual, and we go, man, am I just having limited beliefs and I'm pulling this in from my past baggage? And that might be 
some of the case. And we're going to take a look at kind of your identity and, and how that's projecting out. But at the same time, sometimes like say, for example, and, and I, I'm curious to know what was said on that text, because it may, doesn't matter what was said exactly, but also the intuition of feeling like, wow, what's the intention coming from the other side of this text, right? So I think there's many things to look at. One is who we are, who we are as a culture that we're connecting via text versus like, hey, how do we actually connect? And yeah. right. The other issue is, am I actually feeling intuitively like something's off here yeah. from a intuitive basis of what the intention even is here? And then the third, of course, which is the most important is how much am I bringing in my own limited beliefs and my low self-worth into this or past traumas or things like that. So this is exactly a great conversation for people to begin to be able to dis make these distinctions. So when they are dating or in a relationship or whatever, they can go, hey, this is my crap I'm bringing in versus yeah. this is not quite right over on that side, right? Yeah. yeah. Great. So let's break this down. Okay. So, so we want to, of course, we can take a look at all the objects out here. Say there's a table and we're trying yeah. to organize it, right? It's just like organizing our love life. We have to organize it at some level. Yeah. But if we kind of organize everything on top of the table, but we actually haven't put the foundation for the actual table to stand on, then it doesn't matter how much we rearrange what app we go on who we yeah. date, what matters is the foundation of the actual table that it's based on. So let's go there first. Okay. Yeah, yeah cool. for sure. So who do you think, and obviously we need to get into a subconscious process and into trauma, really realize what are the commands? What is the identity? But what do you feel like is your identity around love? Do you feel like you're fully worthy of it? Where do you feel like you are in a spectrum of say, one, I completely do not believe I'm worthy of love. 10, I'm a hell yes. I know I absolutely am a, a thousand percent worthy of the most amazing badass relationship. Yeah. So when you first mentioned it, it was like, yeah, I'm not worthy of love. But then all of a sudden, like it shifted of like, yeah, I am actually worthy of love, like 100%. But also mm -hmm. there's that sense of that little, little voice behind me where it's like, you're not worthy. <laughs> Yeah. So the conscious mind and the subconscious mind, sometimes there's a gap. Sometimes in the conscious yeah. mind, you're like, oh yeah, I totally know that I'm a total catch. And I know that I would make a great partner in the subconscious mind is like, mm, yeah, not so much, honey. We don't believe we're worthy of it at all. Right. So on that level, where do you feel like you're at when you're out picture and, and take a look at your past relationships, right? Like, where do you feel you are from a subconscious level? of being able to really receive it and have it. Yeah. So it goes back to you just even witnessing the love from my parents. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so it just, I, my mom was very shut down and very like, uh, like I remember like my, my dad hugging my mom and like, she like pushing him away and like all that stuff more. Sorry. I totally did not answer your question, but. No, it's good. It's great. This is actually completely answering it because we do, we learn through the mirroring cells of our parents, how they saw each other, but also how our parents looked at us. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Totally. I, even in past relationships, I totally was that exact reflection of like my mom too, like where I, I, I was, I desired someone like, but also I, I, I was super fearful. So I shut them down always. Like I was just kind of closed off. Mm -hmm. So I love that. Thanks you. So, I mean, I think this is the most important thing because again, 
you could be out there dating and find, well, he did this, or he said that or whatever it is, but really it comes back to who are we going to show up in the relationship of our own self-worth? I love, um, Abraham Hicks has a real small short clip and it says being uncheatable, uponable. And, you know, the goal for you or for anyone, for all of us is to know that whatever someone else does in relationship does not necessarily have to do with us. You know, if someone cheated, it would be actually more sad for that person because they went out of their own integrity than what it would necessarily say about us. So the goal today is to really just bring awareness to everyone listening and to you and to all of us to say, hey, what is it really going to take for us to take care of our own baggage, come as light as we can into our relationship, have spiritual practices that we practice, but also like know that what they have going on, they're doing their own stuff. They've got their own traumas. They've got their own low self-worth. They've got their own you know, issues and stuff. So let's just break it down into recovery for a minute, because some people don't like the word recovery, but the truth is we're all recovering when it comes to our, our sexual world, our love world, our relationship world. So let's just take a look at the patterns for a minute of, of what would you say when you take a look at what happened on the app, when you were responding, right? Saying, Hey, I can't do this, whatever it is that you came up with. Do you feel like that was coming from what kind of cycle, like vicious cycle for you, would you take a look at in your patterns? Yeah. So the cycle would be definitely, yeah, just even like I've been in recovery my, myself from addiction as well mm-hmm. for about like three years. So like, it's been a very clearing process. Totally. Well. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but before the cycle was just while I was in active addiction, that's what it would be. Like I, I was always seeking validation out of like out of sex and out of intimacy as well and then so that I think that stuck with me as I got into recovery and like just following like that perspective I guess okay so this is a perfect example so here because I was the same for years I was very codependent and it was out of my own low self-worth my own you know my parents were divorced and and feeling like I was unworthy of love So I, of course, would choose partners that weren't even available to just, it was a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? Yeah. And then once, you know, you do your clearing work, like it sounds like you've, you know, you're in recovery, you're living this stuff, but there's still some guilt and shame around, you know, how we use love and sex and everything to validate. And so we want to make sure that we're bringing in a clear space. So let's yeah. pretend for a minute that nothing was going on, on the other side. The, the the person that you were texting with didn't just want you for sex. They were from a pure intention, right? What would be the belief that would be projecting out for that self-fulfilling prophecy, whether that person was coming from a good space or a bad space? Yeah. Sum it up an identity. What would that identity be? So that identity it would definitely... So if nothing was going on... Nothing more... was going, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So more of uh I feel like I would be going with the flow, you know, like I would feel like there's nothing to be, there's not that little Tweety bird at the back of my head kind of like uh pondering. Right. So that would be like your divine self, right? Yeah. The fully empowered 
divine self of fully being able to express, receive love, have intimacy, right? So the opposite of that, if you were to say summing up a limited belief or limited identity, who's yeah. that that person, if you will? Yeah. What would be the false identity? What would be that limited identity? So the false identity would definitely be like that scared, that scared little girl, I feel like just mm-hmm. kind of desiring love, but also like scared, like tiptoeing like on on her her toes and just kind of around um yeah okay cool i love that so we need to uh the definition of insanity is placing everything into one meaning right knowing no the differences and similarities right so we want to make sure that we're going okay jenny's going to do this work over here to make sure that she fully does her trauma work clears up her amends with herself and others to be able to fully step into the highest you know confident, secure, divine self that she is. Okay. So we know this is the work to do regardless if we're dating, not dating on apps in married, it doesn't matter that that's the work for each individual to do. The next work is to say, Hey, how do I understand where someone else is coming from? Right. So this is where getting clear of having a plan and a policy and procedure in dating. And I remember going through this years ago when I actually was codependent and I wanted to start having a healthy relationship. And part of that was, um, for me was not being intimate with somebody for X amount of time. Right. And that's, what's called a relative truth. What works for somebody else, maybe they're able to be intimate and 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 do whatever. But what I had to get is I had to be responsible for my emotions. Yeah. So if I was gonna, if I needed to, you know, not get triggered in my emotions and be responsible for it, one of the things is would be I can't be intimate with somebody until I know them enough, right? So yeah. we have to start looking at who's Jenny, what works for her in her relative truth of getting to know somebody, right? So I don't know what the texts were, and maybe you want to get a little bit more juicy and details of like what was actually stated on the text, right? That what was, what had you, was it just energetically or was it something that he said? Of making uh, yeah. It was just sexual, sexual. Yeah. So it was like, it was just kind of getting into like that sexual energy more of a we were like we're an hour apart and so like he was saying like yeah I wish I could come down and all this stuff and um that's when my thoughts kind of like okay see that's right see this is like that's the (laughs) Uh okay so human beings we do what the facts happen they send a text that says x and then we put meaning on it okay and that meaning's confusing because sometimes it's an intuition of the meaning. And sometimes it's our own baggage that we're putting the meaning on it. So we now need to to be able to decipher what is the meaning. So this is what a healthy person would do. Okay. What did that mean by when you said you would come down? Did that mean sexual or did that mean just you wanted to hang or just what did that mean for you? Right. Instead of assuming of whatever the meaning yeah, was right. So true. <laughs> right. Yeah. So basic and yet so challenging for all of us. Right. And for oftentimes sure. we're afraid to ask because our past partners or lovers or boyfriend or husband or whatever would have freaked out and, and gotten mad when we asked the question because it's called deflecting. Yeah. So say you asked him and said, Hey, 
what did you mean by that? Just curious. I'm curious to know, did that mean sexually? Does that mean that you want to hang out? What did that mean to you? And if they got upset, then generally it's because they have something they're hiding or some covert way, right? Versus a healthy person would say, oh yeah, it actually was sexual, but I'm actually really interested in having a long-term relationship. I actually thought we totally vibed on our conversations, right? We would begin to learn each other without reacting. Sure. Right. Um, Because even like that, the next message that he sent to <laughs> was like more, um, I said, like, I haven't been surrounded by like the kindest people. I haven't been sur- like my body hasn't been around the kindest people too. So like, that's where I kind of like pushed my own little <laughs> there. Mm-hmm. But we have to be responsible for our emotions. So yeah. if we have had past traumas around sexual stuff and whatever, then it's something we have to take responsibility. And part of that is, is making sure one that we keep ourselves, you know, safe and go slowly into things, or we're communicating with that person to let them know, Hey, I've been through a lot. And if you want to get to know me, or if you want to date me, you're going to have to know that there's a lot of emotions around sexual stuff for me. And either you're going to need to be willing to wait a long time, or you're going to be willing to really work through these emotions with me. Yeah. Right. It's this full communication. For sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's so, so true. Cause even like the next day, because even when that was happening, I totally went into a full-on breakdown, like a big breakdown that I haven't even experienced in a long time. So it was coming. And mm-hmm. uh, but it was just just felt like a mess. And then all of a sudden, like the next day, I was like, Yeah, understanding like my my healing is my responsibility, not like yeah. I shouldn't be putting that onto you either. Mm-hmm. It's such an important conversation. So let's now go even deeper. Yeah. Okay. Let's go even way, way deeper because I, it's not just a belief I've been witnessing and I've been obsessed with consciousness for so long and I'm obsessed to understand why are so many people struggling in relationship? Like, what is this exactly? Because we can have our friends, we can have work, we may even have some stuff with our family, but maybe it's, it's not reactive as much. Right. And so there's an area of, of the intimate world that can be so intense for people and and this is what I'm going to invite right now. Okay. Jenny, I would imagine, are you, you're a spiritual, you're spiritual, correct? I can feel it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. And we understand the basics, meaning yeah. that if we place our power over to our relationship, we're that's codependency, right? We're in, we're placing our power. It means my happiness, my source of joy is contingent upon this relationship. And if we place them as our source of of joy, we instantaneously assign them as our source of suffering. Right? Yeah. Because it's like the same, it's two sides of the same coin. So if we're looking for a romantic relationship to bring us feeling good, that's actually, it's, it's going to instantaneously be the same thing that brings us suffering. That's so true. Right. So I have a a deeper real, like friend to friend, I care about you question for you that I would ask my best friend and I would want my best friend to ask me, which is, do you really want freedom around relationship? Yeah. Yeah. Meaning, do you want to be liberated from your emotions tied to the ups and downs of relationship? Yeah, I totally I, I feel like uh, when you said that, just like a really like good releasing, just, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, the next question, like anything in the universe and anything in life is, what are you willing to do for that? That's a really good 
question i i'm there's almost like a like it goes back to like the two-sided coin like the there's one side that i'm willing to go far and deep as possible to do this and then there's also like that a sense of but it's gonna hurt or like just yeah. like a that block I want to, I just yeah. want to frame it as a, a block. Mm-hmm. Cause I think a lot of the, a lot of the recovery, um, you know, if we go into recovery, it's a day to day practice, yeah. right. And the day to day practice of true recovery, true spiritual recovery, true love recovery, addiction recovery is, is handing it over to what we would call a higher power, which I believe is us just our higher version of ourselves the I am yeah. right. And yeah. it's a, deep, deep practice daily breath by breath, moment by moment. Right. Yeah. And my deepest wish for you is for you to have that freedom. Thank you. So the cool thing about this, in my opinion, is that when we get to this place of realizing it has nothing to do with the person over there, it has really nothing to do with the situation. It has to do with us having a deeper relationship with our higher self. Ooh, yeah. 100%. Then we don't even, I mean, yes, it's great to pull in a, a, a healthy partner, but at the same time, we don't have to worry about micromanaging and figuring out if they're, you know, perfect and figuring out all those things that yeah. really aren't, it's not our job. Yeah. Wow. This is a, when you said it's not like our job, it's like, yeah. so uh, like that backpack that I've been carrying for a very long time with rocks. <laughs> More of just kind of taking that one rock out, tossing it. <laughs> it's not your responsibility. Yeah. Well, to an extent, of course, responsibility. To an extent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Powerful. And that's what I think that the traditional kind of therapy, if you will, around relationship therapy, it's like, well, just communicate better like this or just, you know, just stop making him wrong. You know, just stop. Like it's like little tiny things or you can just actually take off the whole backpack. Yeah. It's wow. in my opinion, it's a no win situation yeah. to micromanage the entire thing. In that, the question for you is who do you want to be? Like, let's wave the magic wand and let's say, who do you want to be? Whether it be just beginning to date or in a relationship or with your partner, who do you want to be? Do you want to be unshakable to where no matter if they're a, a, excuse my language, but if they're a a dick one day, you know, or in a bad mood or whatever it is that we're like, Hey, so sorry that you're going, I'm going to actually get into a place of peace. You're no longer responsible for my happiness. You're not responsible for making me feel validated that I'm here as your, you know, partner, but I can't do that for you. I can't make you happy either. I can't validate you enough to have you not in a bad mood. Like what would it be like for you to walk into a relationship fully, fully whole and complete and not needing anything or being afraid of anything because you are whole and complete from the divine within? Wow. <laughs> that's like a drop the mic moment <laughs> for sure. Um, that's, uh-huh. a, that's very empowering to be honest because I just that unshakable identity I feel like there's a sense of being so far away from that but also like um recognizing that it is in my power to do so like you're so authentic like you're so you're like I really love who you are like I don't even know you and you just have this really cool vibe like (laughs) you know when you're listening you're like really intentionally listening and I feel so seen by you I feel so loved by you and I and I really really know what it's like to suffer deeply deeply in relationship. And the only thing that has really ever given me salvation from all of it is being able to hand 
my power over and over again to my higher self and knowing that when I set the intention of I am love, I don't need to get it from my partner per se. Yeah, that's so true. Wow. And you are, you're so, you're such a loving spirit. I can feel it so much. And I don't think it's any accident that we came here today together. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I would like to know what you want to put the order into the universe, what you want to declare for yourself so that we can do a spiritual mind treatment and just know that truth together. Yeah. 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 So yeah, it, it comes back to I like the little recipe you mentioned. That's powerful. Um, so it's like what I want to declare as a relationship. Is that- who you know who you no. want to be in relationship. And I I feel so, I mean, I, you can declare whatever you want. You can declare you want to be married. You can declare you want to be single. You can, but I believe it's about embodiment. So who do you want to be regardless of what that out picturing is? The true manifestation is you, you are the manifestation. Yes. Thank you for that clarification, by the way, because I kind of (laughs) totally took that a different direction, but more, who do I want to be? I want to be strong. I want to be in my power. Like I being able to take my power when take back my power if I'm giving it away and just kind of um, that almost I don't need you kind of deal more like I am whole. I'm safe. I'm here. I'm present kind of. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I don't need you, but I choose you. Yeah. Yeah. So beautiful. So beautiful. Let's take a deep breath together. Just coming into the divine right here. I recognize who Jenny is. I see her as the divine, the queen, the goddess, the one she's been waiting for. And in that wholeness and in that completeness, knowing all traumas are healed, the tears in her soul from all lineage have been sewn up and complete into her oneness, her divineness. I recognize in this authority that she is able to give love, powerful love, deep love, intimate love, abundant love, recognizing that where anybody is not able to receive that, that that does not have to do with her, but she also can stand in unconditional love for everybody that comes into her field. I see this as her divine path home to the heart, to the unconditional love within, self-love, and it pours over from her cup as she gives it to the world exponentially. And I say thank you so much for this divine appointment. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for any suffering, any traumas, any place that I felt the division in mind. And I say yes to this woman absolutely loving her life and being the embodiment of the highest divine love. I say this in the name of truth as together we say, and so it is. Mm -hmm. So it's so powerful. Mm -hmm. So I just want to go over a couple things for the listeners again. Okay. So we want to make the distinction of when you're confused, whether you're dating, is it, what is going on? One is we want to take a look at what's the actual traumas and false beliefs and limited beliefs that we're projecting into something versus how do we actually make wise decisions to know what the intention is of somebody else. And part of that is, yes, listening to our intuition, but the problem is our intuition is oftentimes blanketed by all of our past traumas. So just simple communication to understand where someone's coming from and watching their actions versus their words is really important for distinguishing and taking responsibility. So as Jenny said, and I know this so well is that majority of us have traumas around sex, love, and relationship. So we have to have responsibility around our emotions. We can't expect for our partner or someone we're dating 
to be able to navigate our emotions. We have to take full responsibility for the emotions. And that means either going slower to take full responsibility, to not project that into it, or that means having full communication to have them realize that we have a lot of emotions around us. And if they want to engage with us at an intimate level, that they're also going to come with all of us, which is all of our emotions at this point in time. So again, it's taking full responsibility. And that's the first level we went to. The second level was going to a much deeper level of saying, hey, we don't have to manage all these things on the tabletop of my past trauma, my emotions, who I'm dating, how I'm dating it. And rather we can go to the divine and say, hey, I'm going to surrender to my higher self. I'm going to become the beloved love. And I'm going to release all trying to control how I date, when I date, who I date and all that. And know that in that divine presence, that it's going to unfold with perfection in that. Mm -hmm. So great. So what's your biggest takeaway today for yourself? Just leaning. Like I love the reflection that you just even just provided me again with the whole foundation of I don't have to figure out what's on the tabletop at this moment, but the the foundation is my higher self, my my divine self. Yeah. So how are you going to have a practice? Do you have a practice for meditation? And and we do spiritual mind prayer. We don't pray to a man in the sky per se. We honor each and everyone's truth around that. But what's your practice to kind of get into oneness within yourself? Yeah. So it comes back to um, my morning walks, going on a walk, like just finding a little area of grass and kind of grounding. I love that. That's so great. That's so good. So beautiful. So my, my, as a doctor divinity, which I'm not a traditional therapist, we heal through revealing truth, but I am going to give you a little, um, a little prescription today. Okay. So the prescription for you is to, to do that trauma work of whatever trauma is in the past, wherever, whatever you're called, you're welcome to come and work with us as well, but wherever you're called for that to do the trauma work. Um, the second real prescription for you is for you to just keep doing that daily walk and whatever it is in your meditation or prayer, whatever it is for you to connect with that and to release the need to fix change or do whatever, figure out somebody else. We don't even have to figure out somebody else. When we come back to that oneness, there's inspired knowingness in there. And we just take that one next inspired action. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so powerful. I really appreciate this session. Mm, So appreciate you. Thank you so much. Thank you for tuning into the Dr. Aaron podcast. If you're ready to reprogram your subconscious mind, transform your trauma and birth your soul's calling, or if you're ready to become an accredited certified spiritual psychology coach and E4 trauma method facilitator and get trained in spiritual psychology, universal law, intergenerational trauma work, past life regression work, metaphysics of mind, and so much more, go to soulciety.com or drerin.tv. If you're receiving value from the show, I would love it if you share it with a friend and give it a five-star review. Have a beautiful day and may you live your truth.